Is this what you're talking about? It's full of junk. It's a storage shed, you idiot. No, it's not. It's full of ghosts or spirits or something. And they're just trying to make me look bad. You don't need ghosts for that. Instead, how about you listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast? Thunder Road 3 now online. How can I help you travel through movie space time today? Course entered. Batteries not included. 1987. Is this correct? Course set. Rewinding in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I should say I'm your captain of the former pod, Francisco Ruiz, now that I think about it. The one that blowed up and exploded. (laughs) Exactly. I'm your captain of the former pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the PaulJPowers.com Powers. I'm happy to be here with Travis and the Thunder Road on the Thunder Road 3, and we have two exciting special guests. We do indeed. For this discussion of the film, Barry's Not Included, we are happy to have aboard for the first time seminary graduate, Twitch streamer, Christian rock metal enthusiast, Gen X pop culture historian, and MMORPG fanatic... David Garrison, also known as Serge Azeel. Hey, David. Hello. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. So when discussing, do I call you David or Serge Azeel? David's fine. Okay. Okay. Thanks, David. And then uh, we also have back aboard communications chief of the former pod, Ken Cummings. Hey, Ken. You found me. We yes. I, didn't want you. I thought I was lost in space. I was no. like, holy mech, is someone ever going to find me? You were yeah. in the oh, systems no. and administration escape pod. We found you this last uh, this so last long. time. I loved I it that when we found cool. your pod, the first thing you said was, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. Now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, with Obi-Wan quotes and all, Paul, can you give us a quick over- overview of the production specs for batteries not included? Sure. Batteries Not Included was released October 30th and ran through December 4th of 2008. It's what only one season with six episodes, about 30 minutes talking long. Talking about it was broadcasted on the Dave Network and is hosted by John Cleese and Phil. What Jupiter's the heck is a narrating. Dave Network? What? It's in England. Batteries Not Included. I thought they only had the BBC over there. No, they have more channels. This came out in 2008. They've they've grown a little bit since. <laughs> It is 15 Paul? years or older, right? Paul? This is the right one. Paul? What? Dang, I watched the wrong movie. There was, that sounds like a TV series. It this is. is a, this One is a series, movie. six episodes. This is a movie, one hour and 46 minutes long. That could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Fine, go back. Maybe if you pay attention the first time where we were talking about these shows, you, you said know? batteries not included. You didn't just, say Asterix, lowercase batteries, lowercase not, lowercase included. <sighs> you're right. You're right. What am I thinking? It is all my fault. All right. Good. Now, we have six episodes to review, folks. <laughs> no, Here we're we... doing the movie, Paul. Dang it. Go back and rewatch it. All right. <sighs> batteries not included. Sorry. Asterix. Asterix? Or Asterix? Asterix, I think. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that little star... Above the eight batteries not included, all lowercase, was released December 18th, 1987, and runs an hour and 46 minutes long. It's rated PG and is directed by Matthew Robbins. 
It was written by Mick Garris, Brad Bird, and Matthew Robbins, with lead stars being Hume Cronin. I'm sorry, Hume, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Jessica Tandy and Michael Carmine. I think that's how you pronounce that. With music by James Horner. Are you ready for the box office trivia? So I'm ready. Uh, Ken, uh, David, are you guys ready? Yep. Sure. And anyone live in chat, you're welcome to play along as we guess where batteries not included ranked in the top. Well, Paul, how many films are we going from this time? Well, we'll get there as we go into the box office trivia. (laughs) All right. Let's do that first then. All right. Batteries not included was made for about $25 million and earned over $32 million at the box office. A little bit of over profit there. Yeah. Given this fact, how I how high in the box office do you think it ranks among movies released theatrically in 1987? And this time we'll go for the top 50. All right. So this is uh, not adjusted for inflation worldwide. Sure. sure. Well, it went that wouldn't matter based on where yeah, it's where exactly. on 1987. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's start with David. What's your guess for where this ranked of among other 1987 movies? Oh, man, there were some really good movies that year. That did really well. <laughs> I would reckon it's somewhere in the 40s, probably 42. 42? Oh, nice. that's, the that's the Bobo number. Yeah. <laughs> that's the answer yeah. to everything. It's a safe oh, answer. <laughs> Ken, what's your guess? Well, I was going to say 42, but I said, no, I'm going to do something different. Okay. okay. Right. Then, but then Jazio said 42, but I don't care anymore. I'm going to do something different. Wow. I'm going to do 21. 21. And not okay. because it's after 22. I just thought 21. All right. Uh, let's see. In chat, we have several guesses. We have uh, Sean guessing 12, Star Fox guessing 37, uh, Matthew guessing 13. And for me, I think I'm going to go dead middle 25. Uh, Paul, All where right. did it actually end up, though? Well, according to the-numbers.com, it came in at 36. 36. Okay, oh, so Star Fox wins with his guess of 37. Yes, yeah. indeed. Good job, Star By the Fox. way, 37 was Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. What was number one that year? Fatal Attraction. Oh, yep. Oops. Boiling bunnies are loved by all, apparently. Uh, but thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melt or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Travis has located our target film. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Five ordinary people needed a miracle. Help us, somebody. Then one night, Faye Riley left the window open. Welcome to America. This is history. Machines that reproduce themselves. They're spaceships. From a very small planet. Steven Spielberg presents a Matthew Robbins film. Batteries not included. Now playing at a theater near you, check your local... Yes, check your local. That's that's where you check for these movies, in your local. But... uh, (laughs) Sounds right. No, that commercial definitely brought back some memories about Barry's Not Included, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most, before our rewatch, here is our memory mind melt synopsis of Asterisk Batteries Not Included. 
It's another cocoon! No, wait. Two alien droids come to an old New York building that is trying to be destroyed. The owners and tenants of the building are helped by the robots, and then the robots make baby robots. I think the fix-its arrive to aid in bringing restoration to the characters more so than the building. But I don't remember the ending. I just wanted more of the Jessica Tandy and Hume Chrome. Uh, Chronium. So, Chronium? I think it's Chronium. Fine, Chronium. Chronium. Like, like him, I guess. Chronium. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's some of that. Actually, I think most of that was right, but some it's not subjective. Cocoon. Oh, it's not cocoon. That's right. Totally, <laughs> totally deceptive. <laughs> yeah, because we had to be round the money with these things. But based on those memories, as totally flawed as they were, uh, what rating did they lead you to predict for this film before your rewatch? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with David. What was your prediction uh, for Barriers Not Included? Mine was uh, classic. Classic. Okay, wow. Yeah. Ken, how about you? 1987, you know, I was I got married in uh, that year. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, probably watching it on VHS with my wife. So I thought, I thought it'd be you nostalgic. watched it on VHS when it came out, the year 1987? I Maybe. watched it on VHS. Uh-huh. I don't know what year VHS came. I'm sorry, okay, okay, okay. but anyway, I, I said nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call me out on my chronological. You're right. Good point. I probably watched it. I mean, I didn't watch it in theater. I probably saw it on VHS. But okay, okay. I mean, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to keep the timeline straight. We're we're going zip around time Falling as it apart. is. Exactly. Madness out here. <laughs> Can we go visit my old place while we're here? Eighty seven. No, we're only oh, in the movie okay. Space Time of oh, 1987. Not real time. Not real time. Oh, shoot. I, I, yeah, sorry. A movie Space, space Time continuum. continuum. Exactly. Paul, what was your prediction? I'm going to tell a long story and then say oh. nostalgic. <laughs> Are you actually going to tell a long story? No, it was edited out. Oh, sorry, you missed it, folks. <laughs> I got bored. Yeah. Instead of speeding it up like I did in Superman 3, I just cut it out. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I spent more time talking about cutting it out than actually cutting it out. Wow. Uh, and I predicted tragic. <laughs> tragic. Nicely yes. across the board. Okay, guys. Well, it'll be interesting. Yes, we are across the board in our predictions, and it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into the things we liked most about Barriers Not Included. Uh, Travis, let's get to our best bits. All right, and let's start with uh, our newest guest, David. What's one thing you liked about Batteries Not Included? Well, uh, I know Kenneth and Noah's here. Paul's kind of new to me, and yeah. you probably know. I'm known as the music man, so oh. I, <laughs> I know that's where we're watching the movie, man. You're supposed to talk about the movie. I am. It's the soundtrack, and I actually own the soundtrack. I, uh, I'm not ashamed oh, wow. to say it. Oh, I said this wow, would be a really? classic. <laughs> wow. Um, now, James James Horner is oh, uh, his work. Wow. Cool. His work as a composer yeah. was just awesome. Um I mean there's there's other composers that I probably would one or two that I would put ahead of him, but like Basil Polidorus? No, I mean, um uh John Williams. <laughs> oh my gosh. How dare you? Oh my goodness. How dare you? Yeah. Um, anyway, he's worked on 
all kinds of stuff. Avatar, The Perfect Storm, Titanic, Mask of Zorro. Uh, I mean, he just was putting out multiple movies per year. And I thought this one was really good. It was oh, one good. of his earlier ones. Mm -hmm. um, there are, uh, I don't know that I have the soundtrack to this movie, but I have several of the others. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I really loved it. I loved the theme song uh, to this movie. Um, I thought it, you know, that whole 1940s era, World War II, post-World War II-ish oh, yeah. kind of thing that mm -hmm. was going mm -hmm. on at the beginning. And then it parts, they were playing it during the film. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a perfect little touch, especially with the, the montage and everything. Um, and I just thought it, you know, there's, there's some soundtracks where the music just, doesn't seem to fit and especially in the 80s <laughs> yeah it's either it's it's almost distracting um and in this film it just felt natural like all, yeah. all the uh the musical scores felt right they felt in place and they didn't distract from what was going on in the in the picture it was it it's, was a good time piece he did a good job with that although i'll disagree yeah. for me personally on the theme i mean it's not memorable like yeah, i can't remember the music at <laughs> wow <laughs> that, that's not from the movie no and no, that's not Paul's time saying, Paul's this, saying but... that that is memorable versus the score of this movie which i agree wasn't i don't think it was bad in any way i think it certainly added to all the emotional cues that the movie was looking for but there's nothing gone. memorable about like a more memorable theme for me of james horner would be like uh uh Star Trek 2 wrath of Khan. i was gonna say willow oh well for yeah 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 so i agree with that um but yeah I don't, sorry I james would, you got to do better than what you haven't done yet yeah so come back from the <laughs> well, dead and do better <laughs> apparently apparently it already has from what we're seeing on here <laughs> um ken uh was the music something yes. you enjoyed or was there something else you liked about barry sanchez uh the music oh, okay yeah. oh yeah. I, I, I like i love the the uh old and new okay you know, I mean, some of the classic music, because you're talking about, you know, like showing Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin, mm -hmm. you know, they've been married. They were married, mm -hmm. they were married by the way. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. So she passed for away real. first. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the beginning of the movie, you see all those still pictures. And they're apparently actual pictures them. of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. So the music, but the music added to the whole thing. It really adds to the whole, because in some respects, some of the movie you're going to see is more visual mm -hmm. and the, and the music helped out with that. So yeah, music was by number three. Okay. Very nice. Paul, did you love the music too? I already commented on the music, so I'm going to go. Um, what I loved about this and it being very 80s is that there were a lot of physical stunts, like when throwing people out, that was yeah, just yeah. like, this is real. These are people being real, like tumbling and things like like they could get hurt. But it, it really added to the story. It really mm -hmm. brought up the, uh, the level of... Uh, what is that? They raised believability. It yeah, but also the Realism? stakes a little oh, bit. Oh, the stakes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ma if it made it feel more real, helped ground it a little bit more. Yeah, me. I can't believe that one guy broke his kneecap. Man, I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then he healed instantly <laughs> and was able to go run away to his car. How's that happen? Yeah, I <laughs> amazing. The it's fix the 80s. What can I tell you? It's probably some is... cocaine party he was oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> part of. Wow. 
Okay, so yeah, the, all the stunts. That's that's an awesome one for yeah. for me. Um, I actually this is kind of small, but I liked the the main construction guy foreman um, mm-hmm. played by John Desante Gus. I just I liked how he uh, interacted with uh, Jessica Tandy's character Faye. I liked how he told Kovacs we're gonna move when he moves. Like he's very has so much humanity to him. He's not just some foreman that's gonna be like yeah whatever you say boss and just just lockstep do whatever the the big man says he's like no i'm yeah we'll go don't worry we're, we're gonna do it and then the only part i don't like is that he steals the hamburger from the guy next to him just because he thinks he yeah. steals it <laughs> yeah. i don't like that part but everything else about him i really liked uh let's go back to david what's something else you enjoyed um the other part that i really did enjoy uh, was kind of covered there that i i liked the characters, actors, I thought that mm, they did mm. a really good job. Uh, again, for that time period, things can get really hokey, especially when it is a movie that's not to be taken entirely seriously. Mm-hmm. Usually it would be very over the top kind of acting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just, you could kind of tell that they were uh, Danny and, and have were married in real life. Cause they, it just, they had this natural chemistry that yeah. was just beautiful. Yeah. There, there was something definitely there that just went through the screen to mm-hmm. the viewer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the cast, they there were a few scenes that were a little bit uh, 80s. Uh, but, but for the most part, I thought they did a great job. I believe them. I kind of was able to, in a way, put myself into that situation okay. and be like, you know, yeah, I felt like they might be neighbors that I would have here at my apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I think we're going to have an interesting uh, discussion. You later. know what else is interesting is that was <laughs> what, my Paul? second Uh-oh. like. What? That okay. Is, it was almost my first. Usually, like, the cast really brings it is usually, like, the, the classic maker. But for this mm-hmm. one, I, I struggled a bit, and I, I, I decided to put the cast as number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I agree with... Sir Jazeel, um, that the cast was, uh, I thought each character was their, they uniquely their own, I should say, and and felt believable. And I thought they did a good job. I will, I will totally get on board with that. And in fact, the one that I thought was, um, one of the more believable ones, and I thought this was actually a lot more true to life. Um, and what, it was the character of Carlos, and I really mm. liked that he didn't really have redemption at the by the end of it. Like he, like he, it's almost like the story is setting him up to be like a fill-in Bobby for uh, Faye and Frank. Um, there's some that died, but by the end, it's it's nice that Faye has sort of come to grips with her her uh, her the loss of her son and rejects him as. As Bobby, so all his all the bad stuff he did, his comeuppance is he doesn't get any redemption. Which I I thought that was usually I really like redemption stories, but I thought it was nice that there was nothing really inherently. It, I, it's tough Justice because he saves served. he <laughs> saves Faye, which almost sets him up to have some sort of redemption. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it it speaks to. Just because you do one nice thing doesn't mean that all your wrongdoing right. is forgiven. So right. I, I I like that dynamic. It um, it reminds me of the whole garbage in, garbage out. I mean, if you're if you're a character or if your character isn't doing a lot of bad stuff, mm-hmm. it's 
it's rare. It does happen like, oh, one day everything switches and you, mm-hmm. you know, you no longer struggle with that. I think it's a real, sh- it does a real good job showing of, hey, if you're going to, if you're used to doing bad things, you're going to continue doing them. It'll be a struggle. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I like that. I thought his struggle was real. Mm hmm. Is and that, maybe you could say he his heart wasn't really changed just because he threw away the flowers instead of like giving them to her and leaving them. Yeah, he just like throws them away. So I don't know. I'm sort of like reigning into that character know. a bit. But it looked I'd like rather, Ken was about to say something about that. But no, no. I, well, I'm sorry. I read into that wrong. And well, I would <laughs> like to read into whatever Ken's next like is before we get to our classic makers. So what's your go. last like? Uh, well, number two that? was not the cast for me. Okay. Okay. Um, it was the camera shots and the cinematography. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I like the way that they they frame things and way mm-hmm. they they kind of came through things. You know, it it was, it was a way that the whole thing was shot in film. I know that they, I was reading uh, that one of the uh, trivia things that they were looking around for a building mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. I finally found a building that was around around. They had to build up a facade in front of it, but the way the camera person was, you know, or the way they directed it, how, way the filming of it all, just I just like that. Very cool. Yeah, the setting was very real. Yeah, so well, no, that like it's my distance. Well, not all but. settings, but we'll get back. <laughs> we'll get back. But as but far yeah, as like the neighborhood, it was cool. How it felt like. I mean, it seemed like I don't know if the interiors were the same as the exterior, but they looked like it very well could have been, and it looked very. It was from like everything I could tell, it looked like a real building, which was really cool to to see. So, I would agree agree with you there, Ken. But now let's get into the, th- the most agreeable things about this film, our classic makers. And I'm going to start with Paul this time. What did you love most about uh, Asterisk Batteries Not Included? Well, my classic maker for Batteries Not Included is, especially after watching Superman 3 as our previous <laughs> episode, uh-huh. is that I thought the blue screen effects w- were very much... Better than Superman three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's now they're years obvious, ahead. Yeah, but granted, in today's viewing, they are still obvious. Like blue, a, a lot of them are still obvious. They, you know what what is what is and what isn't. But that being said, I love the practical effects, the the actual building of the little robots and making them move. They're not CG like we are used to seeing today. I love mm-hmm. the practical effects when. So the, yeah, I I honestly, and this is my classic maker as well, Paul, is the, uh, the design of the fixits particularly. Yeah. I really thought they had awesome designs. Um, I It was hard for me to tell when they were using like blue screen or when it was live on set because they, the way, like when they're, their first time they're on set, they're going through Faye and Frank's uh, apartment yeah. and you see their, their light pulses from them yeah. emanate from the spaceships in a very real way. So I'm like, I think they're actually there or if they're not, I don't know how they're doing it. Cause it looks it's, so, it's it a was combo. Cool me. It's a, a combo. lot of time. Okay. It was a combo. Yeah. Oh, okay, Especially okay. you could, well, well I got ruined the illusion. For Paul. <laughs> All right. Come over to my house, watch it on the 4k TV with, All the, right. with the colors adjusted and, and, and you'll be able to tell. Sorry. No, I could certainly <laughs> see it in some place, especially with the little robots, like when they're falling, I could tell. And there, there are certainly places where the camera doesn't really move in the way it would need to, to, 
to uh, track yeah. an actual thing. But and some of the perspective shots, it's like, oh, they're going down the hallway. They're shrinking a little too much when <laughs> oh, going around. Yeah. The, you know, okay, okay, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, but that makes sense. The fact that, but they used real practical robots and then placed mm-hmm. that on top of the screen. I mm-hmm. mean, I think really helped. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go to David. What was your classic maker for barriers not included? It's the same thing. It's a practical oh, okay. effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love seeing I that just, building burn to the ground so practically. You know, the, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I mean, there obviously was, was a little work there, a little trickery from ILM. And this yep. quite obviously was also a, kind of the earlier work from them, as we know, a few years after that, then we get things like Jurassic Park, which was mm-hmm. just wow. Yeah. So this G-G. was kind of, there, well, there was a lot the of learning. half of it was wow. Yeah. Wow, right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, th- some of the green screen stuff worked. Uh, some of it didn't. But I, I was willing to forgive that again. I mm-hmm. it's the eighties, and it. I remember when I first watched it in the movie theater that I, you know, that was awesome. I mm-hmm. couldn't yeah. tell the difference. Now, now yeah. that we have all this cool Marvel stuff and everything, it's like, oh, oh, I see it now. <laughs> but um, I thought it was great, and I just really, especially with the uh, the fixits. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the, having those not being like hand-drawn cartoons or yeah, something, they, yeah. they could have gone any number of ways with that. That's uh, true. Yeah. And it, I just am a sucker for that stuff. I, I rewatch the making of Star Wars and all those films over mm-hmm. and over again, more than I probably watch the movies at this point. So I just, <laughs> I love model making and all yeah, that yeah, cool yeah. for movies. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, Ken? Are we going to make this uh, a four peat? Was no, the... but, oh, I mean, okay. uh, no, but uh, I, I don't know if you guys mentioned it before, okay? But uh, hmm. my number one was the cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, the cast, <laughs> and I, I wrote because, you know, obviously the cast, but also I loved the, the unspoken words. It was the way they, the way it was acted in a way mm-hmm. that it wasn't always the words being spoken. And it wasn't just the humans, it was the fix its too. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, yes, I, the puppetry on the fix its, the mm-hmm. way they were able to compel emotion and, yes. and signal different things was amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the cast, absolutely. I mean, I include the fix it the cast too, but yeah. I, I thought the whole movie, the cast, like everyone did a great job. You know, it mm-hmm. was all just, you just fell into it, you loved them. Um, and it was great well, to do that. <laughs> we'll get more into that later. apparently we're gonna have some disagreements because someone did say tragic but the cast okay i mean i just i love jessica Hattani and hume cronin for the different uh-huh. thing they do right and so yeah yeah it was fun and oh, yeah the, and of course the fixes right they, i mean you notice like you guys mentioned practical effects the fact that the the uh the eyes or the lights uh-huh you, you could tell which one was the the uh male, the mom and the female. dad yeah you know, yeah, yeah. and even the like the 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 female one, I guess, had more curve to it, less ang- <laughs> less angular, and so I thought that was a really good uh, sort of. Uh, are, are you going to bring up the hot alien action again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. I Edna moded that out. Why are you bringing? That I guess out here? this is a, a callback for you, Edna mode listeners. Well, I don't know about that. It will be something you might hear about in the future. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh yes. Um, anyway. Uh, okay, so awesome. This is, you love the characters. Fantastic, guys. 
Well, the cast. I mean, the, the cast. Oh, the cast. Yeah, I'm sorry. My my apologies. Well, then there is a lot to like about this movie, but there are things that we may not like. So it, it's probably good time. <sighs> sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. Unbelievably sorry. I wish someone I would fix my notes. I need to fix it on, on to YouTube fix my notes because I keep miss, missing that. I have one more thing I like, guys. It must be me. That'd be the Cellcast. Oh. The Cellcast, hosted by Jacob and Drew, review animated movies and TV shows, discussing what they appreciate about the medium and whatever form it takes, whether it is traditional hand-drawn animated uh, movies, claymation shorts, or a 3D CGI series. Check out some animated reviews when you subscribe to the cellcast at the cellcast.podbean.com and don't forget that cell cell is spelled with a single with a c and a single l at the cellcast.podbean.com that's great francisco but we already talked about how the robots are not like traditionally animated so well they they cover puppets and stuff and and Matthew, what's him, butsum's name, <laughs> the, the director, Matthew Robbins, was the writer for p- the Guillermo del Toro, po- uh, not Pokemon, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, and they the Cellcast covered that version of Pinocchio on the show. That's great, Francisco, but we're not covering Pinocchio. So what does the Cellcast have to do with asterisk? Batteries not included. Absolutely nothing, which is what you are about to become. Yeah! <laughs> How about some trivia then, Paul? Because, no, there isn't yes. a great connection. Okay. Yes, as long as it's about batteries not included. Uh, it is about that. Okay. So, did you all realize that a horror film was going to be titled Batteries Not Included, but was forced to change its name when this film was being written? That movie turned out to be Child's Play. <laughs> you look like you're going to cue up a sound, Paul. Sometimes you move your hand, and I'm thinking, are you going to press something? So I gonna was going to play the... I don't know. Ah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my question to you all is, if your life was a horror, a horror movie, not the other one, a horror movie, <laughs> what would the two to three word title of that movie be? So I'm going to start with Paul. Yeah. Well, I don't know about my whole life, but I'll go back to when I was the age of 10. Okay. Okay. And I was playing around with my cousins. Um, Did you ever, like, glance by something quickly and you think you see, like, a shadow around the corner or something and you Uh look back and it's not there? Uh But you know, you so you go, like, (laughs) so then you test quickly again and you, like, you see it, but it's for a split second, right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So my cousins and I, we were freaking out because we were about the same age because, you know, we're getting our imagination, letting get it get and, better And you hear the dog us. barking in the background? Yes. That's a telltale sign that this is right. a horror story, yes. So we we were freaking out because we were seeing shadow people. So yes. um, my horror story movie would be about those shadow people. Like all of us, people are disappearing and it's the shadow. So what's the title? Um... Yeah, two to three words. I was yes. gonna. The shadow people could work. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's not as terrifying as <laughs> in the shadows. In the shadows. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Sure. It's not as 
dramatic as i mean child's play that's 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 pretty good you know yeah. battery's yeah. not included that's that's good too so mm-hmm. i have to workshop the title a bit but all right yeah. all right uh let's go with jazeel next or david well i seem to have uh murphy's law thing going okay. on in my life as well as the rest of my family so mm. um they had a tv I, show it, about it yeah it, this is going to be kind of hokey but I decided just to call it Murphy's Claw. Ooh. Oh, you're scared of the claw. <laughs> it's going to get you. <laughs> because uh, if it was a horror movie, it would be all the, the, the scary and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Like it, like Murphy's Law is chasing me down, you know? I thought yeah. Murphy was scary yeah. as it was. Then you yeah. add a claw to well, it. Leprechauns are very mischievous. Oh, my word. <laughs> um, Bobo in chat says real life because what's scarier than that? Wow, right? Wow, Bobo. Yeah. Uh, and how about you, Ken? <laughs> choo choo Kennethan. Choo choo Kennethan. Because there's a game choo-choo called Choo Charles. Charles. Yes. And yeah, I was thinking like you know a horror and you movie. Love trains. Kansas. Yep. Yeah, that's you choo choo choose me. So oh I changed my, my name right now on the on the uh, stream. Nice. Here. I like it. Nice. Very very awesome guys. Yeah. Thanks for playing along and great trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about asterisks, batteries not included. All right, Dustin Warford says, love this movie as a little kid. Made me use a dog whistle to try to get robots to fly to my house. Oh, oh wow. cool. Adam Cooling says, very Collins. warm feel. I know you always say that, but it's Adam Collins. You're right. There's only one O. Sorry, Adam. One of these days I might get it right. <laughs> Adam Calling says, very warm feelings. Enjoyed it as a kid and a great time sharing it with my own kids recently. Aww. I love the emotional character story with the main couple and the idea of sentiment, sen, sentient, sentient. Yeah, sentient machine aliens was a very cool sci-fi concept. Stephen Forrester says, not a whole lot, but I do remember liking it as a kid and getting really emotional near the end of the movie, especially when one of the characters actually said the line, Barry's not included. For some reason, though, I have a nagging feeling that I would probably hate it today. Ooh. Jeremy Shield says, I barely remember that old flick. Who will save Generation X podcast says, I remember thinking that they added an asterisk to the tile as a gimmick in order to come first alphabetically in the video store. Nice try, Steven. Nice try, Steven Spielberg. Hashtag tragic. David Bopke says, Batteries not included? More like my viewership not included. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I wonder if there's anything you guys wish you hadn't seen in this movie. You know what? I think that's gonna, there's going to be a lot of that, or at least some of that. Um, so let's get into our dislike section. Bring it to us, Travis. Worst woes. Nice just save, like that, Travis. Just like that segue was a worse woe for me personally. All right, let's get into the things we didn't like. And uh, I'm going to start us off, guys. <clears throat> Oh, you're not going to kick us off? This is going to be take next hour now. No, oh, we're just gonna, getting started. I'm not going to monologue that long, Ken. No, <laughs> but, you know, each if you have 20 minutes for each one, that's an hour. So this thing is very personal to me, and I could see a lot of people this not bothering. So this is why I'm starting with it. I have a hard time watching people um, 
uh, in movies with dementia, who mm-hmm. Jessica Tandy seems to be suffering from. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a great job of showing it. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, demeaning her acting ability at all in that. I just, I don't like seeing it. I don't know if you it's don't like because it. it reminds me, it makes me uh, fear that happening to myself or my loved ones. But it, I just see myself in like Frank. She was just getting so frustrated that she's just not doing what he's asking her to do. And you can't remember things. And I don't, I don't like that about me that I would get frustrated with someone that can't help it. Um, but that's, that's what, uh, I didn't like having seen that on screen. So, uh, let's go to Ken next. What's something you didn't like about Diaries? His name's Choo Choo Kenneth. I'm sorry. (laughs) Choo Choo Kenneth. What would you, what did you not like about Diaries not included? Well, what I did not like, my third dislike was I had no dislike. Oh my! Well, <laughs> you you disliked that you didn't have another dislike. That's, that's okay. right. So I don't wow. know if anyone's ever used that before. Over ten years, is that a first? I'm sorry, I don't remember. I, I might have a little so. bit of dementia. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh. Hashtag too soon? Wow. Question mark. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, David, do you have a dislike at the bottom of your list? Uh, I do. Okay. I have three. I have three things. I, I have oh, a good. You follow. Um, you actually listen. Did the assignment? Unlike someone else here, uh, sounds like it. But maybe he <laughs> fell asleep. It's okay. <laughs> he works hard. He works hard for his money. Wait, that's a different movie. Oh my um, goodness! <laughs> so this is a personal thing to me as well. So mm-hmm. I guess we both went that route. Oh, okay. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor says I'm getting better and I am on medication. Oh, cool. um, but apparently not that much because, um, well, the, see, the evil corporate protagonists mm-hmm. proceeded to go ahead and build that those big old skyscrapers around that little building. Yep. And mm-hmm. it made me do the whole cringe thing. I actually oh, yeah. went like that. And my daughter, <laughs> my daughter looked over at me like, what, what's wrong? Like she thought there was like a monster on the screen or something. I said, well, it is, it that is. is a monster. To some, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm like wow. the architecture it's uh, there's modern and there's classic and there's big tall. And there's this little tiny building in between. And I just can't, uh, and I almost hit the the go forward ten seconds thing a couple uh, times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that would be that would be my first one. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Wow, it, okay. it totally reminded me of Up. <clears throat> what was yes. happening in the movie Up? Yeah, yes. But um, uh, let's go to Paul then. What's something you didn't like? Um, it being an '80s movie, being several decades old, they. Home video was introduced by 87. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, they still went with flat painted backgrounds when they're on the rooftop during the day. Thank you. This is my next one. I don't know. Takes you way out and it's obviously they're on a stage. Yes. So way to take us out of the movie. Right. And they have. Same they movie. have that roof with that shed because uh, Carlos is binocular looking and Jessica Tandy waves back. So it's there. I've seen it. The only thing I can think of is maybe the roof was not architecturally sound for some of the stunts or the electricity shocks or something like that. That's the only 
they only reason get I could think a clear picture. Yeah, or the the camera might have been heavy. All the equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but still, yeah, it, that totally took me out of it too, Paul. Yep. So I took that for you. Thanks for that. Oh well, Ken, would you like to borrow that one? You could borrow that as something you didn't like. No, I didn't notice that. So oh maybe I'm watching Amazon Prime. I mean, I saw That's some it. of the well, you, other you watch... things like the CGI st- or not okay. quite CGI, but yeah. Oh, you, know. you know what? We haven't done this in a while. I'm curious. How did how uh, what resolution did we all watch this on? So I watched this on about a 20 inch uh, 1080p screen. Uh, Paul, you watched on like a hundred inch 4K yeah. monitor or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was it's a 1080p blown up to a, a 65 4K screen. Okay, 65 inch. Okay, uh, Ken, Amazon Prime HD uh-huh. on my com- on my computer here. Okay, okay. Is that an 18 inch monitor? Or? 27 inch monitor. 27. Nice. 27. Wow. How about you, uh, David? Is 65 inch 4K? Ooh. Nice. Okay, so we have we have the spectrum here. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, let's go back to David. What's something else you don't like? Well, it, it kind of took the the breath out of it. It's the same oh. thing. It's oh, the, really? the matte. It's the matte paintings yeah. in the background on the rooftop. They mm-hmm. were they were terrible. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I, but I no, mean, the windows didn't even blink. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> they were they were bad. They mm. were bad on my TV. That uh-huh. I t- yeah. I was like, it was. So, so I was bad. watching the movie. Yeah, you were <laughs> probably invested in in something People, like character or plot. Yeah, I, I, you know, I personally no. wasn't, and we're going to get into it real soon. <laughs> it, it was it was like a sore thumb. It stood out so yeah, like I just glaring. Yeah, bad. yeah. I'm I I have the same feeling about um the Princess Bride when they're at the Cliffs of Insanity and looking uh right there at the edge. It's totally Matt Payne right there. What Paul? Yeah, there is something to dislike about that movie. That's right. And now I have this as evidence whenever we do cover that, as you can't bring it up as something you didn't like. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> it is bad, but that's a great movie. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm, I have no qual. Princess Bride is a great movie, but we're not talking about yeah. that now. So with Monty Python, right. except that's not a movie. Ken, why don't you tell talk about this movie, Barry's not included, with something with with something you didn't like about? Well, this I didn't movie. like. I mean, um, the fixers are fine, all right, but the whole idea of replicating ro- robots, machines, of like mm-hmm. what, giving birth, right, yeah. having sex, seriously? No, Dude, it's a light show. Like, <laughs> Light show, okay, whatever. <laughs> of course, when she, Wait, when she are you saying birth- sparks don't fly? Wait, never uh, mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, she gave birth to twins, and all of a sudden, she, that pops another one, right? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Okay, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, they had I understand parts. it's science fiction, I understand you're supposed to take some of your criticism out, okay, but I'm just like, no, that was one of my, my dislikes was the unbelievable part of replicating machines so, giving birth and what, having sex, okay? So. What would have made that more believable to you? I guess if they had done it the way that, that machines get built, you know? Okay. How like, do you know those sparks weren't and those mm-hmm. lights weren't them building the little machines? Inside of her belly? Okay. Yes, exactly. Well, wouldn't she have, like, if she's a mothership, don't motherships like construct inside themselves? They like, have, have hangar bays. Maybe. Like I played the game Homeworld, and you start off with this mothership, and you make the ships inside the mothership. You sound okay. like you're bragging. 
<laughs> That's not something to brag about. <laughs> well, we know we saw that when the uh, mother was repairing the father who got yeah. the axe, right? Yeah, so literally construction like that. That that makes that, sense. Okay? That but would make more sense. Yes, I, I agree. If they, if they had been working together on these little babies, you know, in that the little shed, cool. with the sparks. I mean, yeah, yeah. But no, they were. They, well, that's in, intimate and private. You're not supposed to see. <laughs> they that. had sex, and then she boop, popped out. Anyways, never mind. Yeah, it wouldn't really make sense Wait. that they need to reproduce in the same so way. So one of your beings. dislikes is robot sex? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> now that we're all clear about that, that's yeah. good. That's fair. Uh, wow. I did not see that one coming. Uh, let's really? go to... Uh, Let's go to me next, I guess. Something. Oh, I actually we already talked about the the rooftop uh, skyline. That was a very poor done backdrop. Um, I'll say the sun was the thing that sort of I spot instantly as just like this splotch of really. I mean, it's fine. I'm sure for the fine for the time it was done fine, but no, thank you. Um, Senor Spielbergo, work on that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Paul, what's your last thing you just like before we get to our triple tragic makers? All right. Well, this, this and my tragic maker, it, it it's it kind of goes hand in hand, mm-hmm. but it absolutely annoyed me and frustrated me about why these people want to stay in a rundown building in a rundown neighborhood. I mean, the neighborhood are is literally in pieces. <laughs> like, they like the war zone aesthetic. Yes, and they're being paid money to leave like i don't understand the motivation like oh yeah you were raised here well you know there's a time and a place for everything and it's obviously time to move on i will say for the older characters um uh uh, frank and Faye, and then the other two older ones that actually do move I can see them like this is where they've always lived. This is the place they know. They have yeah. ownership. Them saying, but but I not Michael Douglas and Elizabeth Pena's character, yeah. Marissa. They no. should have left because yeah, yeah, they have. I assume they weren't born and raised in this apartment complex. And even if they were, they need to get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I would agree with you there. That wasn't my the uh, whole motivation. The main motivation for this movie. I did not get. Okay. I, I'm curious, David or, or Ken, do you have any sort of rebuttal to that or a reasoning that even no. if it's just headcanon for why they would So say? you accept robot sex, but you can't accept <laughs> that. Okay. Absolutely. Whatever. Money talks. <laughs> what? Well, you know, it's told me stories of people who are not going to move, not going to move, not going to move. And because you hear stories about people who do not move and they fight the system and they win. That's fine. So, but... If you're living off the land and you want to protect your homestead because that's where, you you know, you've that's your right. That's fine. But they don't have yeah. a right. They're not apartment owners. They are tenants. Oh, the mm. tenants. Yeah. I mean, maybe Frank and Faye own the building. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. But that was the never rest mentioned. Our tenants. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I was thinking, I know why uh, the main character is right. Because obviously you know, with, uh, with her, with her, her, her Dimension state of mind. Something. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, um, obviously the, the woman, because she was pregnant waiting for her boyfriend to come back, you know, mm-hmm. take her away somewhere. Um, we know why Harry's there as he had nowhere else to go. So to speak, right. He's, he had been boxing too much. He had you know, lost some of his mental faculties. Right. Mm-hmm. Mason's the only one I'm like, yeah, why dude, you, you literally can go somewhere else. Okay. You're probably yeah. the most uh, mobile 
of everyone. But yeah. Well, maybe he he's thinking, well, this is how artists are supposed to live. Like starving artists are supposed to live like this. That's maybe the mindset he might have, but I don't know. Regardless, guys, let's get into the things we hate most about batteries not included. Let's get to our tragic makers. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to go right back to Ken. What's the thing you hate most about this film? Well, you miss it as one of your dislikes. It's the dementia thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, my mother-in-law passed away. She had dementia. Mm. Watching someone deteriorate, right? It's, it's just mm. not good. Um, my friend and his wife, the, her, her mother is living with them and having dementia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reading about this whole thing in, in the, like, did you know, type of trivia, right? That they said oh, yeah. that may not have been dementia was their intending in the oh. movie. Mm-hmm. But more of the whole shock of loss because it was a third there, you know, him, I mean, the father and son, Bobby, they're fighting, right? And yeah, he yeah. finally wanted to get away. He went and bought a car. Mm-hmm. And then the car he was just leaving, he got into the, you know, accident and got killed. Yeah, yeah. And so her, I'm sure that, you know, her is like, it was a shock of losing her son. Yeah. That might have snapped her. You know, like you always see those stories, people snap, right? So it may mm-hmm. not be dementia, but still. I just didn't, the whole dementia thing. I mean, I, I maybe back then in 1987, it wasn't a big deal as much. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, President Reagan was president after he left office. We found out that he has uh, Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. so it became a little mm-hmm. more prevalent. And probably most people in the back today were like, well, either you're losing your mind, you're you're getting old, you're just forgetting things. Yeah, yeah. Or in this case, it'd be like, like a shock of thing. But yeah, I, it's the part I had, I wrote down my main dislike was the whole dementia portion of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why. I like one example is I, I think that's the reason why it's is, is, uh, not shock, but dementia, because they're reading a paper together, you know, while the robot fixes are pouring coffee, whatnot. She goes, mm-hmm. whatever happened to Eisen, General exactly. Eisenhower? Exactly. She yes. is a president. She said General Eisenhower. The yeah. Woman back way back. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he's looking at her like he was kind of like, it off. he's been living with her for a while now. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that was the part. Well, she's right. They never do talk about him. It's like, you know, they never mention him anymore. Like she doesn't say whatever happened to him. She just says they don't mention him. They never, (laughs) and they were, and she's absolutely hundred percent right. They don't. Why is that? Well, we're mentioning him now. Isn't he happy? (laughs) I'm sure he's not alive anymore. Uh, Let's go next. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. So thank you for, for, uh, for affirming my dislike. That's the, Feels You're good. welcome. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, let's go to Paul next. What's your tragic maker for this? Okay, so my tragic maker is basically it goes back with the whole motivation. Like I said, my number two, but that it's like a one-two punch. That's the one. The second punch and the main thing is that it's slow and boring (laughs) i mean after 20 minutes if i was in the theater i would have walked out because you have this whole motivation of people not moving and it's like i i just don't care and it just (laughs) moves so these people won't move fine let them you know leave them to their own destructive devices I, i i'm i'm leaving if it if we were not reviewing this for the podcast i would have not finished this watch uh, easily i I would want my i would want my time back i could Mm -hmm. do something better with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i paid five bucks to have this movie forever on prime set four bucks just to rent it nice i paid four bucks to rent it if that tips my hand at all uh 
<laughs> so, Jizzy, or uh, David, what was your tragic maker? <clears throat> I'm saving mine for last because I think that has possible most discussion. But what was your tragic maker, well, David? Well, it's going to probably... I thought about some of those things that have already been said as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but, uh, and my grandfather, who... Uh, I, I was pretty much raised by my grandparents oh, and wow. uh, my grandfather, I helped him for the last two years of his life. Uh, oh. My mother and I were the only ones taking care of him 24 hours. I would be there for 12 hours and then my mother would be there for 12 hours. And, mm-hmm. wow. But wow. for some reason, watching Tandy's character, go, Faye, go through that, it, it was heartbreaking uh-huh. And I understood, especially her husband, how getting frustrated with like, yeah, hey, just why can't you just snap out of it? You know, yeah. because they would have like these vivid dreams and wake up from them. And my grandfather would go back to World War Two. He was a oh, he was a P-38 pilot. Mm-hmm. He would go back to that. He worked for 40 years for California Highway Patrol. He would go back to that. Oh, and he'd be running calls that were, he'd say, where are my keys? I need to get to my unit. I, there's oh, a call going out. He would be so upset and there was nothing I could do to break him out of that. Oh. So I, I also had that, but whatever I was going, okay, is that it? Or was, this is going to sound like I just cheesed it out, but it's mm. the truth, man. What mm. bothered me more was God's name being used in vain three times at the beginning of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Beginning. I- I didn't notice that. Jeez. Who was yeah. who was using his name in vain? Uh, her husband. Oh, did, Frank. Um, yeah, he, he said the the GD. Mm, and yeah. I so I both of those weigh pretty heavy on yeah. the hated, but mm-hmm. the the God's name in vain uh, for me just really hit really got you. Yeah, like it's oh, unnecessary. Oh, I don't need to hear. Please, they could have left that out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would yeah. have been just as effective without it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, for me, guys, um, the thing I had most was I didn't care about these characters at all. I, yeah. I'm so <laughs> slow and boring. Wow. I I'm, I'm just scared. like I think the the fix it's coming uh gave them all some hope. Uh but mm. I didn't they, it felt like they didn't they didn't really grow as characters as a result of that. I mean, I you feel know, like that's a, that's, they're, well. they're just sort of there. They they continue doing what they were doing. Just I don't see any real character. How they're growth. better off for it. How you they're better off for it. Yeah, they, they by have by staying a, in that build. Well, by the end, they have a new building, which is great. But I mean, there is some, uh, I guess, Faye having um, coming to grips with Bobby being dead, I think is a good thing. It, especially if dementia wasn't what the the screenwriters were going for, it was going for, I'm um, sort of trapped in this loss. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Ken. The thing she says doesn't seem to fit that. It seems to fit dementia better. So that is good that she came to grips with that. I could have seen that happening somewhere else. Uh, I could have seen that happening without the robots. I, I I didn't see what real purpose the robots coming other than fixing the building. I mean, it seems like this was a metaphor for, yeah, they fixed the outside, but really it was their hearts that changed. But I didn't see any real change of heart in any of these characters. Well, they Mason like, and Marissa, now they're a couple. They right. I feel like they would have gone yeah. that they're already headed toward that point even before the robots. I don't think there's anything that would have kept that from happening. Well, they weren't friends until the robots came. They were across the hall, but they weren't like 
Well, they would have because she she saw the the art. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. The robots didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That was all before the robots came. So, um, I, I, I just don't see a lot of growth in these characters that, that make the, the robots coming a like, Oh my gosh, the, their lives were going all downhill and now they're going right. And Oh my gosh, thank you God for this miracle of these robots coming. It just didn't seem, it, it just seemed like it. I, I think there's a, a similarity. I don't wholly agree with the whole idea of in Rares of the Lost Ark, there's no Indiana Jones being there doesn't really impact what would have happened that you could just take him out and everything would have happened just yeah. the same. I don't wholly agree with that. I think there is a dynamic to him being there, but I think it's similar in that regard. I think it would have taken more time, but I think all these characters would have ended up in the same spot without these robots. So I don't see the point of having. What's the point of this movie? <laughs> I think is really what I'm trying to say. Other than seeing robot sex, because apparently that's important <laughs> to these filmmakers. Uh, but that's my tragic maker for Barry's Not Included. You know, you're um, tragic. Jeez. I'm tragic. You're tragic, Ken. I'm not tragic. <laughs> I think I've already, I could have already guessed what your final rating is going to be on this. Well, you did? Wow. You're like a, you're a detective retro genius person. Right. <laughs> I had a long time sitting in that skate pod waiting for you guys to rescue me to think about things. Yeah, right? yeah good. I'm glad I'm glad you said and stood about what I would rate this movie, Ken. Right, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, spiraling. N- now that we stop, it's not spiraling, Paul. It's, not, it's elbowing. It's Gain, the elbowing gaining control. Gaining. Something like that. Now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Travis, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Salvo authority accepted. Ratings prepared to launch. Glad someone accepted the Salvo authority. Oh, my gosh. I will rewrite that. <laughs> In a heartbeat, Paul. Uh huh. Now that's happened when he tried to rewrite Alice. Now, oh my gosh! Now it's time for the moment of truth. Do we rate Asterisk Batteries Not Included a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's worth your time to revisit it if you watched it as a kid or a young adult or or some point in the past in your life. It's worth your time to check it out again and have fun with it. Or but if you've never seen it before, just keep it that way. Or is it a tragic? It's not worth your time, whether or not you've seen it before. If you haven't seen it, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't sully any good memories you have of the film with a rewatch. So we'll start with our guests first. David, what is your final reign for Barry's Not Include? You had predicted classic. Did it end up staying there? I did. I stayed classic. Oh, really? Okay. Um, wow. Well, it, here's the thing. I, I recognize that some of my tastes are different. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you and I know that with uh, Holy Grail. Um, <laughs> so, so be I. Yes, absolutely. I would really like to people to go back and, and especially friends to go back and, and watch it if they never have, even if they're a younger generation, just to see where movies have come from. And it is a really kind of lighthearted uh, movie. And, but I thought it was really well done. It's, it's mm-hmm. worth giving it a watch. Um, I, I would warn people, no, I don't think it's 
honestly, if I had a top 50 list from even from 1987, it probably wouldn't be on that. <laughs> you're, you're really selling me on this class grain, but, but all right. Uh, but there was a lot of good movies that year, guys. Did you look at all those movies? Um, but the uh, it is a good family film, although there's some parts of it, like the the new painting and <laughs> and the um, the painted backdrop that's not it, it, the New York skyline. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a better terrible, painting. I'll but... give them that. <laughs> <laughs> but the story, this I thought the story was good. Uh, I now if someone has ADHD or you know likes those. Marvel movies or whatever, or just the new new Star Wars movies. Yeah, I would probably go nostalgic for them and just be like, nah, you, you're not going to like this. All Don't right. worry, Francisco. He's yeah. he's on his way. He's building his way to tragic. He went from <laughs> classic uh, to now nostalgic. I, he's I, almost there. I'll admit, guys, I struggled with that because I, I am probably right in between nostalgic and classic. I, I don't know that I could go all the way to tragic. Maybe if I talk to you longer. So, right. so your final reign's nostalgic or is it classic? No, I'm not sure. No, I'm going to go classic. I'm classic. Go all right. All right. Yeah. Ken, you had predicted nostalgic. Where did it end up for you? Classic. Uh -oh. Classic? Whoa. Classic? No yeah. I thought it went I, the opposite way. Yeah, because I, I was, it was, it was better than I had to remember. I mean, I think I pretty much saw it, but mm -hmm. I enjoyed the movie. It was, t yeah. I mean, the things you mentioned were true. I mean, they sure. miss it. I didn't see the backdrops, but mm -hmm. some of the story. Mm -hmm. you know, but I just, said, I thought it was a fun, nice, heartwarming, warm movie oh, of people okay. coming together and and sharing together. It's also, um, I mean, it's not like it's not like it's like like you said, redemption. I was I was hoping for redemption, but yeah, right at the end, Carlos didn't have it, which is fine, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that they, in a sense, the redemption happened because, like, all of a sudden, they you guys know how Zeal was triggered by this, but hey, that building's in the middle of New York City now because they won the fight, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's like, yeah, so they're gonna have it because now now it's a historic marker, and it can have people yeah. come by all the time, including the office workers. So yeah, that's uh, true. I doubt I. After they pass away, I don't think they actually declare it as a national landmark, right? But it does look out of place. But it's like, you know, I just thought it was a classic movie. So I think you, yeah. I think if you've never seen it, go see it. Jessica Tandy, Hume Cronin are great to have. Hey, hey right. Ken, I, I, I understand you were watching this on your computer monitor, 27 inch. Very nice. <laughs> um, were you doing anything else while watching the movie, like on your phone or? Something nope. else to make the time go by nope. faster. Or... Nope. Oh my! Totally engaged. Okay, that's all impressive. Right. All right. Well, I guess next time well, I suggest watching it on a bigger screen and see so, if you feel the same way. <laughs> I mean, I it, it, I didn't watch it all at once. Okay. Oh, well, it's uh, episodic. <laughs> well, wow. like I said, I I saw this email about rating the movie. I go, oh, I'm gonna watch it. Dang it! Now I was thinking, wait, so what am I doing? Right. All right, so I actually took uh, Monday off from work. I wasn't feeling well. Just to watch this? Oh, okay, you weren't feeling well. You know? Okay. And so I was I watching you're feeling it. better I, now. Thank you, I am. I was, okay. watch, I, was, I was watching it yesterday. I was watching it yesterday and today before I, I did the show, but uh, yeah. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, from our Rewind Republic, the people that support us on Locals, they get to have a say in these final rain votes. And collectively together, they rated uh, Barry's Not Included a nostalgic. Hmm. So we're facing two classics and nostalgic. Paul, you had predicted nostalgic. What yes. is your final rain? Now's my long story time. 
Oh, okay. Story time. Here we go. Um, Buckle up. When we first reviewed this before our records got destroyed or lost. Corrupted. They're corrupted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This was, I think, the pivotal episode that really made me push for we need a a three rating system (laughs) instead of a two. Either thumbs up or thumbs down. We needed something in the middle, which became nostalgic because this was one of those movies that at that time I felt I couldn't rate it classic like everyone should go see it and i couldn't rate it nostalgic because or, or i couldn't rate it tragic because there's so many good things in it that it, it's nice it needs to be in the middle mm-hmm. um and it had been a, several decades since i had seen it it's yeah a, it's a little delightful story mm-hmm. but it was it was about 10 years ago and i seen it unfortunately mm-hmm. i'm rewatching this it wasn't long enough <laughs> because it, well, the it, movie wasn't long enough or no the wait it, wasn't? it wasn't long enough between the last time i resaw oh, okay okay gotcha so it, I think if you haven't seen this, I would give it at least two decades <laughs> between watching, if not more, and you might enjoy it more. Um, but but honestly, that's not a range. So what's your range? I know I'm getting, I'm okay. getting there. All right. All right. Unfortunately. You said it's a long story. Okay. That's yeah. True. I should be more patient. I, I'm going to hold to my original rating that i wanted to rate and mm-hmm. rate it nostalgic okay um just because there are some people that would enjoy it if you haven't seen it it, it is a delightful little story um is, is it, it flawed <laughs> is it flawed yes is yes, it slow and boring unfortunately it, compared to today's standards yes but if you haven't seen it i would recommend it but it's not for everybody so i'm going to go right down the line in the middle and say nostalgic, nostalgic. sorry okay <clears throat> Sorry, your 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 review doesn't matter in the final things, Captain of Tragic. But let's go ahead, Captain of Tragic. Let's wow. hear how horrible this movie is. I mean, that's what I'm guessing he's going to say. It's right, tragic. right, right, right. I me too. I don't know. Chat let's room, see. get ready. Uh, so you all think? I don't know why you all think that. I'm willing this to movie. bet money. I will put <laughs> money down on this. Hey, I know you're trying hey, to give me a trick us. Here. Give me a chance here. So there was uh, this beautiful resolution that happened with uh, Jessica Tanning's character, Faye, actually coming to grips with the loss of her son. And that's actually really compelling storytelling. Yeah, and, that's hard to pull off. And they did a yeah, good job. Yeah, and I, I thought they did a good job. They True. didn't sugarcoat with Carlos being like, oh, now you're Bobby or anything. So I, I actually really admired that. And it made me... It made me sad that that was in this movie because this is a tragic movie. <laughs> so not worth your time. Ugh, Slogfest 9000. Um, I love the fixes. There's, there were elements I liked, but as a cohesive the unit. They like to fix things. They have that knack. Thank you. As a cohesive <laughs> unit, I cannot suggest this movie to anyone. There's plenty of other fun robot movies to go see like the Terminator. Go watch the Terminator. <laughs> Monty Python, Holy Grail. Yeah, the, well, there's a robot in that. Short yeah, circuit. Sure, uh, sure, maybe. How about the Transformers, the movie? <laughs> the Transformers, the movie. Yeah, go see that. The Black Knight was a robot. That's why. So. <sighs> How? Why, why was it, it bleeding it, it then? Because that just you know red oil, red oil berry juice, red oil. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, given this fact that we are two classics, two nostalgic and a tragic, cooler heads have prevailed, y'all. And we will say that Barry's Not Included 
is a highly disputed tragic. Sorry, nostalgic. <laughs> Sorry, my biases are showing. A highly disputed nostalgic film. We recommend the captain. Oh man. Recommend he can always overrule all of us, right? Because he's the captain, right? If you've right. seen it before, then go see it again. It's be worth your time. But if you haven't seen it, then don't uh, don't take the time to watch it. But now it's time to see what we all have cooking. Where you can find us online. Bring up the commsats, Travis. <laughs> Return to 20XX over What? Not 20XX! Comsats broadcasting while awaiting return coordinates. Where are we now? I don't know! We're still in, 19 still lost- We're still oh, in 1987. 87? Oh, can we oh. go to my house now? I'm going to invest in Apple. Movie space timeline. <laughs> July. Um, oh, that's right. my wedding, okay? We can go to my no. wedding. Oh, my God. Was your Ooh. wedding in the movie Barry's not included, or was it in another movie in 1987? It was in the same country that it was filmed in. That it was doesn't in a matter. Home video? That <laughs> <laughs> was there a home video that you could release theatrically? Does that count as the a movie, movie space, space time, time continuum? continuum? It feels good to still be in 1987, even though sometimes I wish I was in 20XX. It feels good to be here. 20XX! We, we want to be able to travel around the movie space time continuum. If it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, yeah. namely Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz, Kenneth, and oh, you're right here. Woohoo! Fabulous Lomax, Rosie Lomax, That's Our Babo, D. Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Loss, Gerald Hafner, Cool Deluxe, in addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us, help us keep flying and get bonus content for your generosity, uh, such as our spiritual speculations and sometimes our Edna Mode outtakes, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start. And speaking of sentient robot aliens... Autobots, we're safe for now, thanks to the support of the Reflux Capacitors and PaulJPowers.com. So, let's transform and roll out. Hey, Francisco, is there some way to support this uh, podcast without emptying the wallet more? Indeed, there is, Paul. <clears throat> you probably, you listening right now, probably enjoyed this episode, especially if you made it this far. I do. So if you aren't <laughs> driving, tap that share icon on your podcast player for this episode and send it to a friend saying, I know you like Barry's Not Included, so I thought you would like this podcast on it. Or something to that effect. You know, you, you, you know your friends better than we do. Type it to them. Cool. And I'll bet they'll thank you for it. Indeed. And speaking of thanking people, we want to give a big fix-it hug to David and Ken for joining us and supporting us with their thoughts about batteries not included. Indeed. So I like to go alphabetical. And so we'll start with Kennethan, because he didn't have his name changed to Sir Jahi, Jazeel. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ken, where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? No, you can find me at Kenneth and on Twitch or Kids Live on, on Twitter, you know. To, uh, normally it's my train Tuesday, but I gave it up for you guys, you know. But oh, thank you. That's be, very kind of you. If it, I don't have to download it again. Star Wars Jedi Survivor tomorrow. So, yeah. And, oh, almost, nice. and don't forget Saturday with Sir Jaziel and Solomon, we do the Trinity MMO show talking about MMORPG and games like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Nice. Ooh. So, David, thank you for joining us. Where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on Saturday or anything else? 
<laughs> I do the Trinity MMO show on Saturdays with Kenneth and Solomon. What? Um, yeah. Oh. But I also stream over on uh, Sergeant Zeal on Twitch, and uh, you can find me there or on Discord. You can always hit me up there. But other than that, it's all working with my church here locally. Cool. Awesome. Can I can I do a favor and ask what does uh, Jazeel mean? Well, there is a story to that. <laughs> Way back in the 1990s, not quite far as far back as we went tonight with the movie, I was looking for an avatar, a name to use on some of my gaming. Uh, I was listening to, uh, back then, a really unknown band called Payable on Death that became P.O.D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd gone down to San Diego to watch one of their shows with some other bands that were playing at the time. And uh, I heard heard him using Jaw in a couple of the songs. I thought that was really cool. And I was a pretty new Christian at the time, so I was like, I don't understand so i went and uh you know got some information everything on it and i i just had that rumbling in my head and then later on i was playing a, a mud called meridian 59 which probably only person here that knows what that is is kennethan but um <laughs> anyway, I, i've that was played in the mud when i was younger but it's <laughs> yes. been a while yeah they they were uh multi-user games that oh. uh you predecessors to mmos yeah yeah interesting yeah so um i was trying to find a more full name because you needed seven characters at least for your handle and i was reading the book of isaiah and i came across the the word zeal Mm -hmm. and so i don't know what they just connected i went well zeal for god let's see oh that jaw jaw zeal and that's how go. it was born. Wow. Oh, cool. And yeah. so pe- and so for people that want to find you online, can you spell that for them? Your handle? It's, yeah, it's S-A-R. And S-I-R? S-I-R. Okay, yeah. I said S-A-R. Yeah. Sorry. I heard S-A-R uh, too. I heard too. Uh, I don't know. My accent's weird because I've got all kinds of different accents over here. <laughs> That's fine. The um, internet does that to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, even in my family, everyone's got a different. Oh, cool. So, S I R J A H Z E A L. Cool. Awesome. Kenneth, and we didn't get to hear the story of how your name came to be. <laughs> so, my real life name is Kenneth. Okay. Mm. And my middle daughter called me Kenneth at one time. And I decided to use it as my, my thing. Was she scolding you? <laughs> no, it's funny. No. I thought your actual name was Kenneth. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. It's close enough. So it's why. actually Ken- like on your driver's Kenneth. license, it's Kenneth. Kenneth, right? And your Jeez. middle initial is not A, and your last no. name doesn't begin with an N. Okay, no. you know what? Okay. Then I'm I was being silly, but I'm glad I asked because I learned something new about you. So that's awesome. My son would call me Kenjamin Franklin sometimes. <laughs> But and I use it sometimes it. in some uh, games, right? But uh, better than but no, what my kids call me. <laughs> so is it poopy head? No. <laughs> okay. No, not at all. Um, okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so, so, so much, David and Ken. Thank you for my to my friend with no batteries included, Paul, and batteries all you included. and all you rewinders, new or old, for another fun voyage. You're welcome. And you can find me, PaulJPowers.com, at 
pauljpowers.com. Oh, okay. That, that's where. I wasn't sure. And you can find me, Francisco, on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there at retrorewindpodcast.com slash Discord. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Thank you, Nathan. And as he just said, we are a part of Culturebox Media Network. Yes, there's a whole network of us. You can find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery. Comedy, is that right? Yeah, comedy yeah, and geekery. At culturebox.media, not .com, not .net, not .gov, not yet. Wow. (laughs) Culturebox.media. Indeed. Thank you, XO, and thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for, well, we'll have to get back to the fix-its in 1983 to figure out where we're going to go from here. So whatever our next episode is, we hope to see you there. Uh, for another Retro Rewind podcast. Rewinders of the Lost Pod mission complete. Review audio ship's logs for more details. Fine stores everywhere. Batteries not included. 